Millennial Love's hearts and minds are with those affected by Hurricane Harvey. We hope that you and your families are safe during this time. Please remember self-care in this time. Traumatic events impact your mental health and can have a long-term effect. Be sure to recognize your triggers and cues to reach out for counseling when needed. We're challenging our listeners to give back and support. Please research, identify, and donate your time and resources to your local and national organizations giving back to the Hurricane Harvey victims. The Millennial Love crew love you guys dearly, and we are with you. Be strong. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's still Virgo season. Welcome to Millennial Love. Okay, loves, I'm trying to get this skin all the way together, so I've joined Cara in using BioClarity, and I love it. Within just a few short weeks, I already noticed clear skin and reduced blemishes, unlike other products that take forever to see results. I absolutely love the cool and soothing feeling from the cucumber and oat kernel extracts included in BioClarity. BioClarity doesn't use benzoyl peroxide, which causes dryness and irritation, and this product is truly for all skin types because I can tell it reduces my oiliness and shininess without drying out my skin. And for all my natural loves out there, BioClarity is good for the skin and mother nature. It's 100% vegan, gluten-free, and paraben-free. One of the best parts in using BioClarity is that it's quick and easy with only three steps. First, you cleanse with the foaming facial cleanser, removing dirt and oil. Next, you treat with the cream, attacking bacteria to clear your skin and lastly apply the restore gel and you're done so make the move to clear skin all you have to do is go to bioclarity.com and our listeners will get their first month for only $9.95 plus free shipping that's a $20 savings with 100% money back guarantee just enter our code lov3 that's bioclarity.com entering the code lov3 finally a treatment that actually works we back for another week i don't know why i just got ratchet like that um you're from welcome georgia back. welcome back <laughs> like, oh wait you welcome like, back welcome back welcome back remember who was that no okay nas no welcome back mace. welcome mace remember so, he like welcome back welcome back welcome back wow i thought that was on kanye's Who? oh did i say kanye right sorry <laughs> i've been drinking i've been drinking i've been drinking all right so, y'all. i'm sorry we're i'm gonna back be productive for tonight. another week we're officially back because we took well we recorded three episodes early Yes. It's okay if I say this? Yeah, everybody right. was yeah. traveling. We recorded three episodes early and we, we took like three weeks off. Right. For but the most part. We didn't leave them without any work. No, we didn't. We did. They still had something to listen so to. So they don't understand what we mean, welcome back, because we were really like 
back in current. No, seriously, because we haven't seen each other in like three weeks. Everybody's <laughs> yeah. been traveling. Everybody's been doing a bunch of stuff. So and y'all didn't know, back. and that's how skilled we are. Well, we were kind of absent off social media, but that's my fault because yeah. I've been doing a lot of traveling. No, no, and Babe. rightfully so. It's your birthday week. Yeah, month. Well, my birthday season. <laughs> my birthday season. <laughs> it's your birthday. Okay? <laughs> season. It's all our birthdays. But yeah, everybody's 30 in this room but me. I'm 33. So, I mean, oh, over 30. Okay, yeah. Look at Michelle's face. <laughs> Wait, when do you turn? Okay, never September mind. September 21st is my actual birthday. Listen, with grow, all due respect, up. I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> Grow up. I am still 29. What's your old childish is? <laughs> childish is honestly the most ratchet, like, uh, insult. It is. He's so fucking childish. No, you're, <laughs> you're childish, bro. Right. It's like, you're stupid. Y'all. I like childish. Another childish. one of my favorite words is legit. I'd be like, y'all. I'm legit. It was like legit. <laughs> legit. <laughs> I be putting legit in our caps. It's ne- it's needed. It's fully needed. I actually hate that word. Legit? I hate it. Uh, well, first of all, somebody I have heard somebody say <laughs> legitly. Legitly? Legitly. How? Because legit no, is now how? a word. It was like legit. How you? How do you get in the sentence? Like he legitly said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all never heard that. It's trash. No, he I legit think Ben told me said, about legitly. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know. He legit said, <laughs> not legit. Like legitly. Like <laughs> legitly. Okay. Jesus, please anyway. help me. You know what? Shout out right, to. I, I'm drunk. And they are so Oh good. my I'm god. Just gonna, oh I don't want to sound god. stupid. I don't want to sound stupid. He, oh I'm, my god. Oh my god. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> speaking of drunk, people really thought our stories about uh, inebriation were funny. I need to go back and listen to the episode again. Because I, I don't even know what I said. Oh, I talked about the Capital Party. The yeah. Diamonds and Dimes party. Somebody and I got stupid drunk. A roofling. Yeah. You were roofied. I was roofied. And I just. Roofling, roofling. Why you got to keep saying that name? <laughs> Wait a minute. There's a. Oh, somebody made a song about getting drugged. Darn, I forgot. Rick the... Ross? Yeah. Popped in my land hood drink. Listen, it's not, fun it. being, it's not fun being <laughs> drugged. It's not funny. <laughs> Why not just laugh? It's not fun being drugged. She knew it. Yeah, it's not fun being drugged. I've never been drugged, but oh, how was y'all's weekend or weeks last week? Because we have been. My week was my weekend was terrible. Why? Because I almost died this weekend. Yes. What did, what happened? Dehydration. I drank too much Friday night. Listen, we mm. just talked about this last week. Drink water. We no, you didn't that do was... the infusion. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you, let me tell you, I was on Kettle One Vodka, my mm-hmm. nigga. Don't nobody drink this shit, right? I was mm-hmm. on Kettle One Vodka and this like tropical Red Bull flavor. It was, it was a tropical flavored Red Bull. First of all, mix Do not drink Red Bull with and vo- and vodka. First alcohol. of all, any liquor. It's, you're mixing an upper and a downer. I know. Your heart you're essentially explode. snorting crack cocaine. Listen. Excuse me. You're essentially snorting cocaine and then going to take a nap. That's essentially what you're telling your I body know. that you're doing. And on Saturday, <laughs> I, listen, on Saturday, I literally felt like I was dying, y'all. Like, you know, when people talk about like their hungover days 
and how like oh my gosh I almost died no i literally almost died did you go to the hospital i almost it was that bad it was that bad because um, my eye socket was dry my tongue and my mouth was dry and i just couldn't get it mentally like i couldn't get it right You're, you know how they say just sleep it off like eat and sleep i can do i can't even do that your eye sockets were dry I, yeah i had wow. to go get eye drops that's a lot Wow. It that's was terrible. So like, I'm much. too old for this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, had I been like 20, 21 years old, I'm too old for this shit. But no, that's how my weekend went. And I made it through because I said my prayers. I never would have made it had not been for Jesus Christ. And that's just what it is. And y'all can laugh if y'all want to, but y'all know what I'm talking about. Nick's. It's going to have well, your soft gospel music playing in the background. Shut <laughs> up. Lost it all. Or some jazz. I mean, you had to have something to just make you feel better. I think I did play my gospel playlist. Of course you did. It's the perfect time. But it was terrible. It was terrible. Oh, Lord. And yeah, you're right. I had a good weekend. Good. And week. I mean, I feel like I just did the most when it came to going out. But what are y'all talking about? <laughs> my stomach hurts. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Car looked at me funny. I'm like, no, this is your water that's making me go. Oh my god. We're not, we're not, we're not <laughs> doing that. Oh my god. No, I had a good week. I feel like I did the most going out in Dallas. Um, but you know, it was fun. Where'd you, you South go? Dallas Wake. Everywhere. I went to <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, anyway, I don't South Dallas Michelle. I started off at uh Max Southside on Thursday. Okay. Uh then on Friday I went to uh I think I went to see Jesus on Friday because I was intoxicated on Friday too. <gasps> okay. Like I was hung so over you on Friday. Your music? No. No, I didn't I, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't move. You like were just I was done. Yeah, I was standing in front of him like, Lord, is it time? <laughs> right. Or and he I was not, at the pearly. I was at the pearly, like contemplating, I am I gonna go. walk in or <laughs> No, it was a serious situation. Yeah, it was serious. But then I went to go play spades with friends that night. And then Saturday I went to a day party and Sunday I went to go eat people's barbecue. I went to church on Sunday. Then I went to go eat people's barbecue, and then I went to a day party on Monday. So, oh, you was lit teased then. Yeah, like doing the most, but I didn't drink Lit-teased. after Thursday, and I'm oh. not. I'm not drinking for thirty days. <laughs> that's why you're not drinking. I'm like, no. and you know, also, it's always something that make people like. That's stop why you drinking. be dead like that because you wait thirty days and then you try to go hard and then your, your liver be like, uh, uh-uh. uh. Oh, we're not doing it. We're not yeah. doing it today. And you thirty, girl, you better set it down. Correct. Set down. But really, Sat-down. I've been partying for like that's the last two weeks because my friends stayed here from the hurricane. Oh, yeah. they were here for like a week straight. And we yeah. went out every night. Yeah, that's some turn up right there. It was. I understand that. How was your week, Cara? Man, my week was amazing. Tell I, us about it. Well, I already kind of talked about it, but in like future tense. So I went to <laughs> San Fran and it was amazing. I don't know if y'all have ever been to San Fran, but it's cold. Yeah. Like at night, like I, well, not, not even like at night during the day, I had to go, I had on a dress like a fool. I had to go buy stockings at a CVS just so I wouldn't freeze my darn butt off. 
But it was great. I went to like all the hot spots, Ghirardelli, um, North Beach. I saw um, all the like touristy things. So that was that was fun. But the best part of the trip was me and my long sister drove to Napa. Ooh, I love Napa Valley. <sighs> it was amazing. Amazing. The wine is different. The wine. Your buzz is different. Let me tell you something. We went to Hall Winery, which mm. is a really good Cabernet winery. Let me tell y'all something. I had three glass, three, excuse me, four tastings. It wasn't even a full glass. Full glass. Done. Yeah. <laughs> done. Me and my long sister was like, we got to go to the house. We're <laughs> drunk. But it was such a, for me, it was a good drunk. I woke up refreshed. Yeah. I wasn't you don't have hungover. a hangover. No. You don't I have a hangover. Yeah. great yeah. the next day. Um, I, totally, but, <clears throat> I definitely understand. Napa was absolutely gorgeous. Like the weather was perfect. It was just, I mean, I have to go back multiple times. Yeah, I'm going back in December and I can't wait. It's going to be beautiful. And then I went to Sausalito, which is right across the bridge from San Fran, which was also gorgeous. So if you ever wanted to go to the Bay, please go there. It was just like a cute little quaint town, good seafood. I went to this ice cream spot. It was great. Did y'all Uber to the wineries or did y'all drive? Yeah, we Ubered to the yeah, wineries. We Uber. But yeah. I think in retrospect, what we're going to do next time is like make sure we pick wineries that are close around each other yeah. because we were like <laughs> driving dumb Did you far. go to Castello de Amorosa? Yeah, it was a castle. I took bomb pics at that freaking castle. Listen, you can have a whole... So. We didn't even we didn't even do a tour because it was yeah, we didn't do a tour because it was some when we went on Sunday and left on Monday so it was Monday and we just yeah, stopped yeah, by. Yeah, hurry up and yeah. <clears throat> but um, no, but that I'll castle is go like the yet. whole castle is imported from Italy. How did they? That's get what it I was there? telling on the podcast. Remember when I went to? I was saying like the guy imported like all of the like he built he literally imported the castle from, from yeah and pieced it together. Wow. Yeah, it was dope. It was, it's And amazing. it felt like, it felt like you were in a different world. No, it literally Like, you did not feels, feel like you were in America. It, it really does. Like, they have the little, like, chicken coops on the mm. side. It's, yeah. So then after that, I came back to Dallas for, like, 12 hours, repacked, and then went to Georgia for my cabin trip, where all my best friends were there, and my line sisters, and my family, my sister and my cousin, and it was... Y'all, like, I could cry thinking about how amazing oh. it was. Like, and all these people hadn't all hung out together before. And it was literally like the vibe was just everybody was vibing, everybody was getting along. We all helped, we all cooked, we all stayed drunk the whole weekend. It was just really great. Oh. And then my sister surprised me with this part where everybody had wrote me a letter. Because you know you love words. words and sentences and periods and commas. Listen. And all that. She loved I that. had to stop my sister. <laughs> F you. No. You to, love words. I do that, love words. I would do that for you. So it's not, you know. I do love words. My, <laughs> I, I had to stop my sister because I was crying so bad. Really? I was like, I, I don't, I have to read this later. So like I saved some of them because. They were just too emotional. Really? Like, I read one this morning, and I cried before I went to work. But, oh. yeah, it was an amazing time. We're also thinking about doing it every year since it was it was really... And the cabin was phenomenal. My sister did. Shout out to Court. <laughs> Court, you really showed out. Because Courtney used to be the most flakiest flakester. <laughs> and she really planned an entire trip. So, it was amazing. 
I have no complaints. I've had an amazing couple weeks. That's beautiful. That is awesome. Yeah. And now Ben's here. Look at you. Ben is here for like a week and some change. Back and I to am... back. Blessings on blessings on blessings. I know. I know. So anyway. But... Well, speaking of blessings, do you think Daniel got blessed by these two white hoes? You mean Lawrence? Lawrence? Oh, that's what I meant. Lawrence. <laughs> it's cool. Lawrence, do you think Lawrence got blessed by these two white niggas? <laughs> white niggas. <laughs> that's what Molly said, white niggas. Did she really? Yeah, she said this white nigga when she referred to her coworkers. <laughs> so do you think Lawrence got blessed by these two white hoes? It was trash. He was stupid. I mean, I feel like he's stupid anyways. But, but it's a threesome, though. Uh, just in, in terms of, like, you being a guy and you're single. Trash. Right. I guess that's why his feelings was in it. <laughs> his feelings. And they hurt his feelings, too. Like, you're not about to be sitting on me talking about another dude. Well, you're that's disrespectful, period. I, I think your white ass out of here. I don't think guys care about that. I disagree. Oh. I think guys. I think guys uh, have very fragile egos. Oh yeah, that pierced him <laughs> to the soul. That's why he ended up at Issa's house. That's exactly why he ended up at Issa's house. But not only that, I think that he. The reason why I, I am Team Lawrence, not for the reasons that a lot of people are, but I've been. I'm Team Lawrence because I think that he's showing like real millennial feelings. Like that's what we be doing. Like so is Issa. Really, we be like, you know what? I'm done with this nigga. I'm finna go through a whole phase and I do a whole bunch of bull crap that does not move me toward my goal of potentially getting married or being in a serious relationship. That's just what Issa's doing, right? Just yeah, yeah, just to try to like you I mean, you get over somebody by getting under somebody else. And you don't No, she's No, I'm very saying that's that's the mindset though, is what oh, I'm saying. Okay. You don't now because we're 30. So we're like, man, I'm going to chill on that. Even when I broke up with my... Tw- okay, so in my early and mid-20s... Michelle is 30 now. <laughs> <laughs> I did probably go through like this phase of like, oh, I'm just going to do whatever I want to. But like my last breakup, I was like, I'm going to chill on it. Like, Yeah. Because you, you realize that nothing comes of any of that. Yeah, but you were also really close to 30 by then. I'll just I mean how old are they? <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know how old they are. I'm you I told me they they're grown. 30. She didn't on the first season she turned 30. Yeah. They're Isa? grown. Yes. She's a whole adult. But okay, so she's 30. She's been with Lauren since she was 25. 25. So I can't. Uh, it's like I, the oh, 25 well, yeah, she year old had, her. She missed that yeah, phase. She missed okay. that. Yeah. Okay. And I, I also can't her. blame her if I was in her position and no, he waited. No, fuck that. I, I'm not giving Issa a pass. Sorry. Because she cheated? Well, her whole phase right now. Her hotation, as she call it. I don't have no. a problem with the hotation. But what I have a problem with. I'm sorry, this burped. But it's not like she got cheated on. She cheated, my nigga. It so doesn't matter. A it doesn't no. matter. He robbed her of her freaking late twenties, bro. Oh, no, come yes, he like, did. That's a stretch, Cara. Yes, he did. My nigga, Justin. that's a stretch. Yes, he, he robbed did. her of her late twenties. Yeah, because, because he was sitting on a damn couch trying to develop a stupid on, ass my app. Nigga, like chill well, on it. Like stop. No, she kind of robbed herself. A, exactly. Because she could have got out of that. No, okay, so with all due respect. No, okay, because it would have been worse. Hold on. If, if you, she left him mid-couch surf. No. Think about it. Okay, so first Other of people all, probably would have felt some type of way, but it wouldn't have been worse for her. She would have been better off. Listen, 
Lawrence did get complacent. Like, within any normal relationship, if you've been together for five years, you're going to get complacent in some type of way. Right? There may be the sex area, right? There may be catering to your emotional state, or it will be, <laughs> I'm just like chilling on a job and I'm working on my whatever. So I know it's a cushion. I just, I'm going to let you finish, but I just want to point out that you said, or. <laughs> and his were all and. Right. No, it was, it was not. <laughs> Yes, it was. He was having sex. Not only but but they were barely having sex. But he missed her birthday. <laughs> if y'all could see Justin face. Cara, right you know that in 10-year relationships, the sex goes down. I disagree. Listen, okay. I give you that. Yo, but I'm saying been, is that you said or for, and he was and listen, trash some, sex. No, 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 and no, no, you no, are complacent no. in your job. Okay. And you emotionally <laughs> complacent. Right. And I mean it's just like he had all, all of them. All I'm saying is all I'm saying is there are things that goes on in a tenured relationship. Some a relationship that lasts a very long time that does not happen in a normal like one year to two year relationship. Five years, everyone has changed. Like the twenty four, the twenty five year, the twenty five year old Issa is totally different from the thirty year old Issa, and I think that is the same with Lawrence. However, he just got complacent in this area. I don't think that he's a lazy bum ass nigga because after the relationship, what did he do? He got a job. He's working on his app. I feel like he is not that trifling as everyone is trying to make him to be. So for you to say that, oh, he he robbed her of her 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 twenties, nah, nigga, that's a stretch. Some of, these, some of these, some of these, some of these, some of these, these girls are dealing, are really dealing with niggas who are robbing them for their time, which they need to reclaim. And he's not, and he didn't rob her of her no, time. No, because I feel like he provided in different areas. It's just that he like wasn't that. what? Stability, support. How was he stable? He, he did was, not he was there. It. Some of these females don't have a nigga that can be there so for eight nigga, days. So a nigga that's let's, sitting no, on the let's couch talk about is the it. equivalent? Bro, Bro oh that's some gosh. bullshit, that's Justin, and bullshit. you know it. All, my argument is that like no relationship is going to be perfect, right? Agreed. And and within a ten year relationship, like five years, five years, he's not going to be on his game all the time. So he's going to lack in some areas, right? That's my argument. Some, and, I, and we're telling you that he was lacking in all. No, Issa cheated on him and tried to hide it from him, and had the. She nigga cheated at her on him at the end of the at relationship. What point are we going to hold her accountable for I'm that? Not, that childish and she shit. She can be held accountable. Right, so nobody, to make a statement like that is a stretch. That's nobody my point. is saying that Issa wasn't wrong because she was right. right. But, but to I'm say saying, that he <laughs> robbed her from her twenties. I agree her with late twenties, I mean, that's you, a stretch. I say that she robbed herself. I feel like she should have got her out of the relationship before, you know, five years came and you had to cheat on them. That's my take. She should have been got out. But um, and we yeah. As far as her little whole phase that she's trying to go to, you she's think it's through, she she needed? Or no, it's warranted? N- or? Well, no, I don't think I don't think she needs it. Okay. People do it, but I don't. I don't feel like she needs it because she sucks at it. So like, <laughs> if you gonna suck, why even go through that? Because she put herself through so much more emotionally. So okay. uh, this is why I love this show because it's such wanna... a controversial. To- I'm sorry. Okay. No, it's okay because you are trying to cut me out. I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> no, kidding. No, I'm kidding. The ugly dude. This dude. 
just completely disrespecting you at the day party. Like then he was like, "You're gonna do oh, your hair." The day party thing was which is so... which is a complete hoe phase. But think and about it. And everybody got you're... mad that Lawrence called her like she's hoeing. No, that's not why he said she was hoeing. He said she was hoeing as it related to Daniel only. He don't know about them other niggas, right? right. But so Daniel for him is to... with her friends. I, I like God forbid. Wait, what? Daniel is what? I mean, Daniel was amongst her friends in her circle, and like he found out about, he saw Daniel's picture on one of her friends' social media. Okay, so what about this fuck shit that Lawrence did? Freaking bringing some bitch to the the dinner for Issa's best friends? That's some hoe shit, and you know it. What if Issa would have brought Daniel? Y'all would have had so much to say. Not everybody still team Lawrence when he pulled that bull. That's some bullshit. I don't think it's bull. Wow. No, 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 no. I take that back. I take that back. I take that back. I think that it was very, it was bull. It was bullshit that he brought that girl there. I think that was trash. That was a tacky move. However, I don't feel that. I feel like Lawrence is a scorned male. And Issa's not? What is she scorned by? Oh, the nigga God. sat on her couch for three years without a job. So y'all he ain't never, de- y'all ain't never been like in a in a hard moment. I am not saying. No, no, no. I'm three just saying years, y'all y'all been on top of your game. Y'all always had a job. All y'all bills was 20s? paid. Think about it. All nah. your bills was paid. Everybody was on top. All they whole twenties. Everybody was, was on top. Relationship. Yep. We not married. I ain't, never, I ain't never lived that life. We not married though. So I ain't what, never what been in a relationship with anybody. Independent on them. They're not married. Me. In my twenties, I can barely carry myself 20s. in my twenties. So why would I depend on they another person? I'm not saying that it was right for him to de- depend on her. What are you saying? What then? I'm saying is everybody go through their phases. So where he's they not depend. wrong at all. He I'm Lawrence not was not. That. I'm asking. I just feel like it's bad timing because she is ready. It's a prime example of how girls mature faster than guys like she's ready for the next step but however he's in a a a stage where he's trying to like build his app and he's trifling right now (laughs) you are totally giving this nigga a full pass and making it seem like Issa is a complete bitch and that is not not what i'm doing i didn't say that at all i know you didn't had she been a bitch i would have called her a bitch but what i'm saying is it's just like i feel like everyone goes through that period where they're they're at a, like a loss within their 20s and for the past two to three years which is 27 to like 30 or it could be 26 to 29 in his case i don't know if he's older or younger than Issa, but i'm just saying like some people go through that and i feel yeah, like a but prime it's example not just of, about the money justin like he was not there for her emotionally was absent completely she was, she was carrying the relationship financially and then you know like he also was stagnant in his own motivation like it's hard when you're with somebody that's not motivated like what what do you do you just wake right. up every day so and sit on the couch while is, i go to okay, work yeah so i completely get that so my thing is does that result into you cheating no we're not saying that but what i know I'm you're trying not to saying that but that's a that's a real question like that's a question that i don't feel like no i'm not saying that y'all are saying that but i feel like no one is really identifying with that like yes this guy didn't like live up to xyz but was it like was it enough for her to just go out and cheat? And it's no, justified? she was completely wrong. No. That's why I said she should have broke up with him years ago, so she didn't have to cheat on him because their relationship was 
bare and unfortunately, minimum. She it was entangled did not do by that. a thread. Yeah. And unfortunately, but she did not do that. I'm trying to figure out, do you understand where he's wrong, though? Do you I not do. think that he was wrong at all? Do you think that no. just because you're in your 20s and you go through no, phases, no, 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 no. I that was okay that... for him to treat her okay. the way he did? And okay, also, just, so... because he, just because he was a good guy and didn't cheat, that's always... Not always enough either. Right. And I feel like that's what you're insinuating. Now, maybe you're not, but that's what I feel like you're insinuating. No, I'm 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 speaking on like the situation at hand, like at that moment. I'm not saying that everyone that is with a girl for five years and like let's say the last three years or two years you fall off financially or not support them emotionally, because a lot of guys don't support females emotionally. Unfortunately, it's just a situation where the girl is the provider and it's a combination of those things. But a lot of women are in relationships with guys that are present and are not supporting them emotionally and financially, but are currently dicking them down and everything is fine. Okay. That's what I want because... But then I also don't feel that it's right for Issa to go ahead on and cheat. No, we agree agree with that, but we have to understand that... Two people played a part and they were Correct. both wrong in some way. Yeah, but but she, everybody's trying to act like just because Issa cheated that that is the biggest thing. No, Being cheated I, listen, on does not is not like the worst thing ever. Right, but whenever she said he took away her twenty, her late twenties, that was a stretch. Which that was my whole argument. I I still agree with that statement. How? <laughs> I think <laughs> I don't know how. Because, but I mean, okay. Because I feel, <laughs> that's where I feel like. How? No, I I really feel like we as women, and this might be taking it a lot further, but we as women feel obligated. (laughs) See? See how you love it? I mean. And Michelle, maybe you can agree with me on this. Sometimes we be feeling obligated to stay with a good dude just because he's a good Good dude. Good guy. Right. We be like, darn, he ain't never did the big Three things. He ain't never hit me. He never cheated. cheated on me. And he like and he loved God. We keep we high, we and, or and he ain't got no kids. Ooh, we girl, keep it preach. in high regard, right? And so we stay for his potential. And then three years down the line comes along, and he he's we're barely having sex. He's emotionally unavailable. He's sitting on the on the couch because he ain't got no job. And you forget my birthday on top of that. And I got a fine ass nigga over here. Not that it's right. But I got a fine ass nigga over here that has all of his ducks in a row that wants me to. And the man that I have sacrificed my 20s for. Girl, stop. Please. It's sitting on That's the couch. It's that is a stretch. It's Girl, not a stretch. This, this fucking, what's her name? Who, the lady who died? Who? The poet. What's her name? The poet. Black my lady, my this my Angelo speech. <laughs> oh, Kill yourself. Done. Because let me tell you why. <laughs> let me tell you why. Once again, this guy is at the lowest, right? If he was such, I'm, I'm, over, I'm over him being at the lowest, dude. Like, listen, I'm I'm all for somebody coming up and, and follow your dream. Yes, but doggone it. It's jobs out there for My you. Nigga, it's Daniel, call centers. Daniel it's is a, and no offense to our you, listeners. Daniel is like a, a producer, an up and coming producer. He's an up and coming artist, and you know how challenging that is for people. So yeah, for Issa, he, listen, for Issa to be pouring this much attention to a nigga who is an artist, and she need this stabil- stability. 
I don't necessarily, I feel like she's putting herself in a worse situation than what Lawrence is. I disagree wholeheartedly. Listen, you're because only looking at the way, you're looking do. at the, you look only looking at the way Daniel sex no. her up. No, 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 I'm not. She wasn't Daniel. even trying to be with dude though. No, but also Daniel was giving her the emotional just, stability she, that, she, that that freaking Lawrence was not. Exactly. Broke dick, dick, broke, didn't y'all say broke dick is uh, the best dick? Or I mean, I heard, maybe I've heard that on uh, The Breakfast Club. When a nigga's broke, the sex is extremely good. Yeah, but what so he is there emotionally is what I'm saying. What he's broke. He has. I mean, he's. We don't know oh, if no. he's broke though. Lawrence was giving we, some weak stroke games. We also we also don't know. <laughs> season one. We also don't know if Daniel has another job. Just because he's a producer, he's usually in the studio at night. Right, he but Lawrence might. has a job also. Now Lawrence has a job. He didn't have one then. Let's see, I just want people to be realistic. Uh, if you, no, if you've you ever, no, let's. Okay, so here's the thing. No, here's the thing. I <laughs> feel like if you, bullshit. no, if you've ever been in a tenured relationship, a long, like a long term relationship, you know that. I feel that people's opinion on this show is based off of experience. Bruh, if you've really no, no, don't cut me off. Don't cut me off. If you've really been in a long term relationship, you know that there are certain times in a relationship where the sex is not good, the finances is not right, the emotional support is is never going to align. Therefore, That's not true. that is true. You're going to go through those That's moments where it does not align. You said it's never aligned. That's it's, what okay. You said. It's not going to align. It's never. It's At not going to. It may not align. Always. Always. And there will be some times where it doesn't align. Okay. 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 So from that point along, I don't feel that it was worthy of her to just be all like, I feel like she was emotional. It was her birthday. He wasn't having sex with her. She was uh, like, he wasn't, he wasn't financially stable. He wasn't there for emotional and she made a fucked up situation. So therefore, if you fucked up, then you need to behave in a way as if you're sorry, not go out <laughs> on a whole patrol. <laughs> You can choke her if you want. She don't, I'm sorry, he don't that's want real her shit. Back. He does. He does. If, Which is why I, I say he that does. he's a scorned male. He want, but listen, they both want each other back. To her, he doesn't want her back. He Come said on, several bro. times. He told her friend, "I'm done." He, he told was Molly fucking another girl. She y'all she said yourself once. No, I'm asking you. You talking about she's supposed to act like she's sorry? That's some bullshit. If she has already <laughs> said, "I'm sorry," she's called him a couple, a couple times. She but showed perception him to is job. reality. Perception is reality. So, Michelle, if you're dating someone, right? You break up with someone, right? Y'all still in this like three month, four month, six month breakup stage. Man. The the same nigga that you had sex with to cause the breakup or whatever it was pop up on one of my social medias and yet the person you're dating with see this nigga on my social media amongst your friends and you how is what is that perception like that's what i'm looking at and i get that but what i'm saying is so that can you blame him for feeling the way he feel that is not what we're point, talking though. about no, either. but we're talking about we're talking about no, it as, as a whole of, no no we're not the because you you jumped to the next to the last ep, or the last episode that came out. Well, we I'm wasn't talking, talking about the episode. I mean, we were all talking about it know, as I a know, whole. But, but you were saying that when he saw, saw the picture. Daniel on Facebook, that made him feel some type of way. That's not what I'm Where saying. We're, at. we're talking about her whole phase. So you talking no, about? No, we were needs, talking about no, because you said the difference that between, she needs to act like she's sorry, which That's we all mean. jumped. To that, I, I'm not saying who jumped and didn't. What I'm saying is that you said she needs to act as if she's sorry, and what I am saying is that she apologized to him several times. When is she supposed to move on so that she can 
begin her process. But her heart and is when still is there. He, and when but what is, you supposed to do with your heart? No, 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 and no, when her is heart he, is still there just as for him. When like, is he going to act like he's sorry for wasting her time? Okay. Well, I mean, this is from experience, from me to our listeners. If you've done wrong and you go on a whole patrol... Bruh. Or what is it called? So a once hotation? again, once again, you don't think Lawrence did anything wrong. That's once not again, true. But that's what you can't, you're no, saying. No, no, no. That's, that's not what I'm saying. That's, that's, saying. Going back. that's yeah, not. Yeah, that's not what I'm saying. It's like she's supposed to take like the 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 whole blunt well, of no, everything not, that goes on. And she's that. supposed to sit in the I'm, house. No, and no, be no. I was making a point. Y'all did not let me finish my sentence. So it is what it is. We're trying to, but what I'm saying is that I don't think Isha should be going through a rotation because she sucks at it. And that's not going to heal her at all. However, I feel like she still needs to move on with her life. Correct. And if that's going to be dating other guys, cool, you can date them. But I don't think she needs to be having sex with anybody because she sucks at it. Like, she wants to be emotionally respected, if that's a, a good way to explain that, when you just smashing these dudes and it's not going to happen. Like her being upset with Daniel. For what? What are you mad at? That's not your man. I mean, you know, you're doing whatever you're doing, so this is what happens. And she got so emotionally uh, upset about it and just ran out the house and, like, did all that. She was doing too much. Yeah, like, now, the thing is, is Issa claims that she wants to go through a whole phase, but she doesn't know how to do it. She doesn't even want to, really. She doesn't at the want core. to. She, no, she, she's very intentional with her whole phase. No, she... She's, she she's she has forcing. an app. She's like she she's forced herself with her Hispanic girl. She went no. She herself. had sex with her uh with the guy in the apartment complex. She went back to his house. It is very intentional. So don't I say that she does. I never said it wasn't intentional. I'm saying that Issa is not emotionally capable of having a legitimate hope phase because when you have a legitimate hope phase, you have you don't no feelings. Have to care. She has too many feelings. She has way too many feelings. That's what I'm and saying. She's, she's forcing herself she's forcing to do it. it. It it looks forced. She you can tell she's forcing it, and it's not for her. So she just needs to get out of that. But that's been my like my whole issue with the show this season. Period is that none of them are really dealing with their issues. Issa is not dealing with her issues. Motley is not dealing with her issues, and neither is Lawrence. Like all three of them have moved through this season. With, like, no regards to what they're really going through. Because Molly has really pissed me off this season. Yeah, she. I thought, <laughs> she, was, I thought she was on a good streak. I thought she had got it together. she pissed me off. Like, yeah. girl. Because of the marriage thing, the open marriage thing? Yes. It was stupid. It was stupid. But this is my thing, though. This is my question for y'all. Isn't this, though, a really good mirror representation of how millennials are? Niggas don't be dealing with their emotions. They don't deal with their problems. They don't deal with their insecurities. They sweep that bit under the rug and keep it moving. And that's reality in 2017. They use social media to act like, I'm good. Post a meme about blah, 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 and me and my friends, and don't talk to me, blah, blah, blah. But in reality, you know, your insides are, are torn to shreds. Exactly. I think it's a great representation of the show, but Molly is stupid. I mean, and I, I think don't even a, think Dro looked that good because his teeth crooked as freak. I mean, I think <laughs> <laughs> he got buck teeth. I think that it's a good representation. I just feel like it's silly. I mean, I can't relate. 
I, I definitely I can't relate let's to either can't one relate. of them. I can, I can relate, relate because to the I, show it's a, yeah, I, I think I can relate. I, I think it's I mean, me. I see myself in every character. Believe I won't it or say not. Every but every character at different times. I, I like at different stages of my life. I I've seen myself in, in those characters. Yeah. I can't I, I think too I think like one of the biggest takeaways too is I think that's the point. Like I think most millennials can see themselves. In each character, which is why Issa makes it makes most of the scenarios very extreme. I think that's purposeful for us to be like, oh, man, I would never do something like that. But then you think back and be like, darn, I kind of did low key. And that's how stupid we be looking sometimes. <laughs> that's I, how dumb we be looking. So, like, I think she makes every situation real. That's what I'm saying. It seems so, like, grandiose and far-fetched. You I think was, so? If, I don't. Well, I really okay. don't. Let's say like, well, with, like, the, with the suck dick combo. Remember when they were like, I don't what, you be sucking dick? I don't really be sucking dick like that. Wait, Women do. What was this? It was on first this season, on a, season one? Or? No, this, this is this season, season okay, when it was the sex party. It was the same oh, episode okay, yeah. of, yeah, of the, of the come in the, the eye. eye. Okay, okay, okay. But like, even though that seemed to me, it was like, that's stupid. Everybody sucks dick. People really don't be sucking dick. Out here and be yeah. grown and be talking about that not finna suck no dick. Like that may that's trivial, but I mean I think that most of the events are like she makes them into these big things, but that's because millennials make it into big things. I think. I think it's a true representation. I don't know. I feel like I'm starting to relate more to girlfriends than insecure. Cause I mean, maybe it's like the millennial thing. I don't know, but I just feel like they really are stupid. <laughs> And like none of them really express what's going on. And maybe that's what's missing for me is that they're all forcing themselves into these situations and they're not really expressing how they feel. Like Issa isn't really saying like, I really don't want to do this, but I'm doing it. So like in the 30 minutes, all I get is her doing stupid stuff and not really expressing to anybody that it's stupid. Like when are you going to acknowledge that what you're doing is stupid as hell? When is Molly going to say like, I really don't want to be in this instead of just messing with this dude but that she you did went to high school at the, with. She did at the end. Right. She After end. she did it like 20 times. Now, that was a stretch for me. I could not see a black woman today being in a, like a... Uh, like just an open relationship. Marriage. That's a good question. Yeah, a lot like, of people are saying that he's in an open marriage, but she's, she's not. not. She's not. Yeah. He so probably lost He probably did. I, I've heard different scenarios on that. Maybe in season three, they're going to deal with their feelings. But I just feel like for me, you know, like girlfriends, at least when they were going through stuff, they were expressing how they felt about what they were going through. All I'm getting is action and it's stupid. I can't. So, I, just I mean, can't that deal could with be it. that could be the that could be the point. Like in terms of like the director, mm. it could be like the focal point in terms of like, okay, I want to record. I want to like, I want to portray like every stupid moment a millennial have done, and just focus on those moments, not the like, not the big picture. Because mm. we're already at yeah. like the season finale, right? And I'm like, I I don't even know what's gonna happen in this finale because it's like, at what point are you gonna justify your whole phase? Because whole phases are cool. Like when you're talking about it, but a whole phase is a whole phase. It's a whole phase and a whole yeah, phase yeah. for men and women. And it's yeah. not just talking about females. Right. And nobody wants a hoe. Yeah. But then I mean, they, yeah. Nobody I, wants I, that. Nobody I wants to 
What a skis? No, nobody just want a hoe. Nobody want a hoe. Why did you? Do? What was that? I was about to go somewhere. Um, no, but what I was gonna say is, I think you're right, Justin. I think that, but that's why I say it's so it's made into a big deal. Like normal events that happen on a day to day are made into a big deal for that purpose. For for us to say like, for us to take it and be like, okay. To interject, I think, our own feelings and how we felt like they should react, how we feel like they should confront their feelings, mm. how we would confront our feelings if faced with that same situation. It, I think that's the beauty of the show, and that's why it's so popular, and that's why it resonates so well with millennials, because she does not interject her thoughts. She allows you to use your imagination to say, well, Issa was stupid. I wonder what she was thinking about when she got when she got skeeted in the eye. What would I have done if I got skeeted in the eye? What would I tell my friend if she got skeeted in the eye? Like that, I think that's the purpose of the show. Maybe and I'm maybe yeah. I'm No, I mean, you know, she's that could be she's, it, but it just for me, I'm over it. Like this whole season has to me been a bust. Like y'all didn't they didn't really give me enough. This felt like it was just Three dumb people doing really stupid stuff. It's all it seemed like the whole season. Like, damn, y'all just you gonna can't do one to the season at all? No, at I, all. I have not liked this season. Oh. I like this one. Me too. It was very thought provoking, to really? say the least. I think it was very controversial. I don't think that it was very. Um, it didn't make me think about my life. It just made me think like they're stupid. That's it. <laughs> and I hope that, you know, in season three, they just really come with it. Cause it's been real silly for me. How about you? <laughs> what? I said, how about you? How about what? Like the season? Oh, yeah. The show? Relating. Um, well, I said I related to it. So um, completely at some stage, one stage or another. I was a Molly. I was a Kelly. I was a Tiff. I'm probably currently Tiffany right now. Tiffany is living her um, best life. <laughs> I was a Issa. I was a Lawrence. I related to all of them. I mean, seriously, at some point, I can understand, which is why I feel like whenever you mentioned that it was exaggerated, the idea of like that emotion or that feeling just being exaggerated um, and exaggerated in a way where it wasn't like far fetched for it to be relatable, but more so exaggerated to where it's not interrupted. So mm-hmm. Issa's feeling in terms of getting nutted in the eye, like they prolonged that whole feeling. Like she was extremely upset, right? And I feel like there is, believe it or not, I feel like there are most black women that would not allow a man, a side nigga, to say the least, to force her head down until he nuts and then nut in her eye and she'd be completely cool with it. But at the same time, I don't know. You know, so I think the I think it's exaggerated. It's relatable to me. I feel that it's very thought provoking. I mean, we we talking about it, y'all. Like it's a conversation starter. Like yeah, we really been, be well, we've been talking about forty five minutes. <laughs> and this could actually be a show if y'all want to. Yeah, low key. <laughs> Let's wrap this thing up. <laughs> no, just one. But yeah, no, I think it. I definitely think I I could relate to a lot of the characters, and I think that I think that's the point. You're supposed to find yourself or try to anyway. Well, I'm just gonna keep watching girlfriends. <laughs> my I ain't found myself in none of these people. They are silly. They were silly in girlfriends too. Yeah, but at least Very they silly. T- they they called each other out on being silly. Like I don't know, this show is just I, I don't know. Do it's you call totally your friends different. out? 
Hell yeah, I just had a situation with one of my friends, and I know she probably listening, and like, I had to really get her together about some stuff she was doing that was really, really silly. I had to be there for her and support her through it, but I had to call her out, like, okay, what is this, and why are we in this situation? Yeah. I mean- We 30. Yeah. And and I'm like, I feel like I'm turning in the different, in like, the opposite direction of what you did. Like, it's like, I don't even want to call y'all anymore. It's like- if we're 30, we're 30. This is you. You know how I am. Don't put me in these awkward situations. Like, well, I don't no, know. It's, it's kind of weird. It's a situation about her life. Like, yeah. I'm saying, calling your friends out, like, On- Issa doing something stupid. Like, girl, this is not you. Like, why is it, like, Molly encouraging her to do this? Gotcha. Like, no, I wouldn't encourage my friend to do anything stupid like that. Like, that's not who you are as a person. So why would I encourage you to do that? Yeah. And that's basically the conversation I had to have with my friend. Like, this is not you. What is really going on? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Listen, this show, I think it's it's stupid and it's great. At the same time. (laughs) It's stupid and it's great at the exact same time. Just like Power. They got me one more episode. I'm done on Power. I'm done. Excuse me? That last episode was trash. The whole season was trash. Listen. Why was what you, you lost your daughter? Who boohooed that whole that whole episode? Nobody. Nobody. Well, you have to think about no, it. No, 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 no. No, because when <laughs> no, because when my when my grandfather had just died, I did not cry for real until the funeral. So you're still Those in are shock. Her parents. Yeah, but you're still in shock. I feel like the episode nah. was centered around um, Ghost's ability to go in and like execute and handle shit just like how last season was he should have been extremely i'm sorry i mean he was extremely he was extremely yeah i did um i just felt like he was just like okay i'm about to go into this apartment change my clothes and i'm out nah you lost your daughter to your lifestyle it was because of you that your daughter died. No, that was because of... No, essentially it was because of him. It's his lifestyle. Tariq was in the situation yes, because Yes, because Kanan of his lifestyle. Because ghosts. Got Tariq and Kanan. And that was not Tariq a real moment. Ghosts, so I'm it really sorry. was his fault at the end of the day. And I lived it in the hood. It started because of And him. I know drug dealers. And I know real, true drug shit. And that shit was so fake. Okay, well, I mean, I like the season, so I don't know. No, how did you feel about the last episode? I I thought that it was realistic because I understand when you lose somebody, there's a shock factor there. So that's what I thought. Like, I do agree. I was like, I, I was like, oh, nobody really cried. But that wasn't like, because they had other things to worry about, too. So it was like, not that her death didn't matter, but like there were a lot of moving parts. As well. So I thought it was a good, I thought it was a good season. I mean, it was a little bit, I was a little bit mad when, when Ghost was in jail for 50 years, but. What was the point of that? I mean, the point was to drag on the season, just like all them damn episodes of Insecure. What are we talking about tonight? Because right. that's all they did on all these shows. Like when you really break it down. It's drag on drag it out. the show. No. Listen, I just knew. Insecure had at least about three, three, four more episodes. When it was like, this is the finale, I'm like, wait. What? Girl, you still in your whole phase. <laughs> exactly. Like, how can we be over and you are still in your whole phase? It just doesn't make sense. 
And I'm for a whole phase. I'm not saying that a whole phase is bad, you know, whatever. Anyway, just like y'all hating on power and insecure, we be having some hometown (laughs) haters. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm trying to figure out how y'all feel about it. So tonight, tonight, we're going to talk about... <laughs> Tonight we're getting. We are going to talk about the fact that most of us have moved away. Michelle, you came back, but most right. of us have moved away from where we grew up. It's really when you feel the hometown haters, right? right. When you done grown up a little bit and now they hating. So, do y'all have some hometown haters? What is a hometown hater? How y'all feel about it? I mean, I feel like I have uh, silent haters. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I mean, I have hometown haters. They don't say nothing to me. They've said some things to other people. And then they're, like, silent when I'm around or when I'm speaking. Yeah. When they when I leave or when they leave, I be talking again. <laughs> but when I come around, you want to what up? Post up. <laughs> um, yeah. I think I have haters. I think everyone has haters. I just don't know because I don't really pay attention when I go home. Like, I rarely go home. But when I do go home, like, I'm spending time with my family. But I do know that I, I feel that I have haters. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. What was the other question, though? Like, how, you feel, how does it make you feel? How does it make me? How does it we make can me talk feel? about that next. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I, I definitely have some hometown haters. And I think to some extent, it makes me feel conceited to say that like oh yeah it, it, it is because it's like who are you to think that people That's don't like be. you just well, because but i definitely do have some like i feel like it's gotten lesser now but like back in the day when i first like went to law school and stuff like, people didn't even want to, want to invite me to the high school reunion because I technically really? didn't graduate from there because I left my last year. And, like, one of the people was like, she ain't really graduate here, so, like, why would we invite her? And I'm like, like walk well, I through spent all element. No, 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 no. The reunion. The 10-year okay. reunion. Yeah, but did you walk across the stage with everyone? No, or? I didn't because I, I was there for the... I went to from kindergarten up until 11th grade with them, oh, okay. and then I had to move. Oh, okay. So they didn't want to invite me to the reunion. Oh. I feel like that's a little bit of hate. Well, Maybe I'm probably, tripping. Well. I mean, it is hating. However, they do have a point. Yeah. <laughs> Man. It's, it's like, who am I to track? I, who am you? I to track how many years you went? You was in the same, the same school as, as I was. So one person that came 11th grade year and walked across the stage gets to come to the reunion, but I can't. Yeah, yeah. because they graduated there. Yeah, but it's not... They didn't spend all the time. It does. That's where they graduated from, though. Like that's your graduating class. That's what's a lot to ask for, like an eighteen-year-old or a twenty-five-year-old, depending on like when the reunion is. I disagree with y'all. But <laughs> that's fine. No, I no, agree no. that it's hating. I'm just yeah. saying that it is technically not your class. When you anymore. go to the extent of yeah. like not inviting you, it's hating. Yeah. But just being like, oh my gosh, I forgot to invite you. Nothing yeah, if that. it was like a, oh yeah. my God, yeah. I'm not sure. I was literally looking at the roster of people that yeah. graduated and I, I forgot. Like, sure. Oh my gosh, where's right. But to be like, somebody was like, hey, Cars, and they're like, no, no. we're not going by. Yeah, that's hating. That's, that. hate. that's, that's hating, correct. So, yeah. Correct. How do y'all feel about having hometown haters? 
Um, I don't really have any feeling towards it because, well, I mean, like naturally I don't have any feelings towards it, but if I can really just sit in it, um, I would say that is disappointing because like just with social media, um, like we are able to have like a, a view in each other's lives. And I feel like, you know, just coming from where we come from, and Lafayette is a very country place. You know, it's not a lot of opportunity that is given to people there. And anyone that does, like, move out, you know, it should be rewarded. Not rewarded, but, like, um, um, uh, what's the word I'm trying to use? It should be praised, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, or, you know, it, it should be something where people would at least be happy about. Um, so if I just if I do sit in it, and I'm sure there I do have some haters from my hometown, like they they're not bold enough to at least let me know that for mm-hmm. sure. But you know, for them, I mean, for the the people that are hating on me, I would say that it's disappointing because it's like you know I had the same opportunity as everyone else did, and you know just because I probably do live a thousand to two thousand to three thousand miles away doesn't make me better or lesser than anyone else that is currently still there, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So there's no need for them to hate on me or to even, like, wish harm on me because Mm -hmm. I'm out here living just like everyone else. So um, how it makes me feel um, when I do think about it is, like, it's just disappointing. It's like, you know, well, I thought we were better than that, you know? Especially given, given where we come from, like, where I came from. Like, it was just, you know... It was just terrible. So it's just disappointing. Yeah. I mean, I kind of feel like the same way as far as it being disappointed, disappointed, disappointing, (laughs) because it's like, dang, y'all, we come from the same place. We all had the same opportunities. However, on the flip end, I'm like, cool, if you want to hate on me, hate on me, because y'all thought I was going to do nothing anyways. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think I've talked about this before. Kind of had, you know, like some enemies when I was younger and um they probably thought I wasn't gonna do anything and the fact that I did is like cool if you want to hate on me I'm still out here flourishing and I'm still gonna do what I set out to do like you hating on me is not gonna make you progress and it's not gonna let make me progress any less you know what I'm saying like I'm still gonna do what I do so it's disappointing but I just be like oh well you know y'all still hanging on to stuff that happened 13 14 years ago Cool. You know what? I think that's the part of me. So first of all, I used to take it really personally for a long time because I was just like, I don't understand. I've never hated on someone just because they have something I don't have mm-hmm. or just because they're doing something that I haven't done yet. Instead of hating, I will be like, oh, she did that. I'm going to do, do that. that too. And I will make that happen for myself. I just, I, I couldn't grasp the concept of what it meant to hate somebody just to hate them. Like, I just didn't get it for a long time. And so that was, I was confused for a long time. Like, why she don't like me? And like one girl, Lord bless her, she ended up (laughs) marrying a guy I used to date. She didn't like me for years after that. And we dated in like, I was a sophomore in high school. Oh, God! And you married him. I don't want him. I didn't want him when I had him, low key, but I really don't want him now. Right. And you literally, I think maybe, maybe in the last 365, 
And she probably still don't like me now. But I mean, you know, we like each other's pictures on Facebook. That's my, <laughs> that's my, you know, gauge. But like, girl, but what? Like, it's just stuff like that. Like, and then, I don't know. I, I, I it confused me at first. Then my feelings was hurt because I'm like, did I do something to you? Like, do I need to change who I am to make you more comfortable? Like, is that what it is? Do I need to, like, lessen myself? Then it just got to the point where I was like, I mean, and it's not even being cocky, but it's like, I'm the shit. And so I get it if you hating on me. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry that, you know, I wake up every day and look like this. <laughs> I, I'm sorry that I'm you smart don't. and you don't look like this. I'm sorry that you, you know, your edges are gone and mine are still here. I'm sorry. And it doesn't mean that I, you know, think I'm better than anybody else, but you think I'm better than someone else. And that's your fault. It has nothing to do with me. Best saying ever, what somebody else thinks about you is not a, none of your business. Correct. And so I just chill on it now. But before, I would really take it personally. I really would. What's your worst experience you ever had with a hometown hater? That you've like dealt with. I would say my far most worst experience is being like, oh hey, and it'd be like, hey. Uh, <laughs> that is so dead. <gasps> oh hey, how you doing? And they'd be like, oh hey. And oh I'd be my like, gosh. Well, bitch, I haven't seen you in like four years. And that's all you gonna give me yeah, is hey. That's probably the worst experience. Cause I mean that's the only experience I can think of. Yeah, the dry, the dry, the dry hair is is, is terrible. It's, emba- it's, embarrassing. it's embarrassing. That's it's what embarrassing. It is. for you That's because you I, just yeah. were kind of excited. Yeah, to see yeah. I was yeah. excited, and they're like not excited, right? So, yeah. Or purposely not being excited. Correct. Um, and it's terrible. It's like, oh, hey, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, well rem- I'm never mean. gonna. <laughs> That's exactly be that what it excited is. to see you ever again in my life. Yeah, I mean. I don't think I've ran into that many people like unintentionally. Like Mm -hmm. when I've seen people, it's been like, we're actually going to an event. So I know who I'm going to see, but I had one situation happen to me where, um, and I'm gonna make it this long story short. Basically she had an issue with my friend and she walked up to me to like speak to me, but it was real shady and, like, I'm not that friend. Like, I don't play that, like, you're trying to be shady towards my friend and I'm just going to play into your shadiness. Right. Like, I've never been that type of person. Like, I'm so loyal to the fact that it's like, hey, if you're going to play that, I just don't have nothing to say to you. So she, like, grabs me and was trying to be all extra so that my friend could see that she was talking to me because she, you know. Oh, my And so God. I just kind of looked at her like, Girl, <laughs> chill. You know what I'm saying? Because the last time I saw you... It was just like a, hey, how you doing? Always oh, good to see you, what you've been up to type thing. And now right. you like, all. Oh. So anyways, the next day on Facebook, I put up a picture of me and the friend that she was trying to be shady to, right? Uh-huh. Baby. Next thing I know, people are blowing up my phone. And I'm like, they hit me up. Like, you know, <laughs> what's going on? What's she popping? writes this long Facebook status about me and her being best friends and had spent the night at her house when we were young. Now, she didn't say my name, but it's like you could kind of tell who she was. she was talking about. Yeah. So she was like, you know, we used to be this, and I guess she just felt like last night she wasn't going to speak to me because her best friend was there, and that 
you know, she was like, um, basically like you you move off and you come back, you think you're doing something. I ain't said I was doing something. You're saying I'm doing something. You know what I'm saying? So like I she, mean I'm doing something, but I'm, I'm clearly doing something. But then she was like, you know, she wanted to come to my fashion show, and I'm like, fashion? What fashion? Like, this is Dallas. Y'all don't really even have fashions. Like, right. I just came back from Atlanta. Like, so now I'm thinking <laughs> I'm getting big in my head. You know what I'm saying? But that was like the worst experience. Because it was like, girl, all of that, because you were being shady, like, I'm just not that type of person. So, like, nobody can ever do that to me. Like, don't ever come up to me and think that you're going to be shady towards my friend and I'm just going to sit there while you do it. No. So, yeah. she, you write this message and, like, people are hitting me up and it was like, it was embarrassing because I'm above this. And I'm not above you, but I'm above this petty playing game right. on Facebook. Like, I've never been in no situation where I'm on Facebook going back and forth with no chick from home. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's like, I read the message and I just ignored it. Like, I screenshot it just so I could read it later. <laughs> but, and then she deleted me. So I couldn't be her friend no more. So I couldn't read like the comments, comments. people were writing, yeah. oh, but they were hating, honey. Like they was right. going Wait in. A people were on the As comments. They knew who she was talking about. Oh, they knew her. it was like her sister, her cousins, like her her best friends. Like they going in on the comments on me, and it's like, girl, That's I so never like spent the night at your and house. Childish, by it's the way. so ghetto. It's so childish, yeah. and it's like <laughs> this is why I don't fool with y'all. Right. This is probably why I have haters because I don't fool with y'all because y'all do this. Yeah. Like I'm just. It's not. I was like, okay, girl, I'm gonna let you have it. The best thing that you could do is probably not respond. Wow. Yeah, I honestly. never responded. I didn't. I didn't even write another sub limb because you know people will do that. They'll some, one person will write a sub uh -huh. and then they'll and then respond. They'll like, respond. How sub. you gonna say exactly? Blah, blah, blah. No, I. You get no attention from me. I'm sorry, boo boo. I would have just liked it though, real quick. Just go like the status. No. Did I like it? No, I don't think I even liked it. Nope. And then she deleted me so I couldn't finish reading what they were saying. But yeah, that's like the worst experience I've had. And it was it was slightly embarrassing because there are people that knew who she was talking about. And like I said, I'm above that. And so I just felt like I was being taken from a level of maturity that I'd grown into and being brought in back into this high school, you know, like catty stuff. So. Uh. That's hard, man, because so much of your life was with these people, right? right. So for me, it's kind of hard. Like, I don't, the, I guess the reason why I feel that, I don't want to say that I don't feel that I have hometown haters, and I know you have to go explain your case next, but <laughs> I feel like, I feel like the, the people that was close to me my freshman year did something to me that was so, to me, that was just like, like, messed up. Messed up. Somebody to the, trying to fight you thing. No, it wasn't then. That was in middle school. Yeah. That was in middle school, right? So my freshman year, like people who are really it was probably like the end of my freshman year. This is ironic. I have these crazy situations at the end of the year. But like the end of my freshman year, like people who are really valued as, you know, and like, you know, I mean, these were people who were like I would they, one would say the elite of our high school, right? Mm -hmm. Within my class. They did some things that was just so crazy to the point where, like, I, I like ever since then, I always fed them with a long spoon. Like, mm -hmm. it was, which is, it's sad because, like, that's why I say, like, I, I mean, I have like my high school reunion coming up, and I was so successful, like, and people probably expect me to be there, but what is the point? Like, I'm not going there for. I don't have no relationships, like anyone 
outside of the ones that y'all know, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Which is just maybe one or two. But other than that, it was like I already knew I already knew what their number was freshman year because of that one particular situation. Had that one particular situation not happened, I probably would still be trying to like, you know, maybe reach back and try to like, you know, befriend them or like just see what's going on in their lives. But I'm like, no, y'all was Never really there for me. Right. And ever like ever since that one situation, no one brought it up. It was almost as if like the the situation in middle school, like how no one ever spoke about it. And like we just did not act like it didn't ever act, happen. And like it never happened. And I'm like, okay. And I could probably be over analyzing it because it did happen to me. Right? right. But if you are a friend of mine, then you know what what some what may be a trigger of mine or what probably hurt me emotionally. So Yeah. I think that's probably why I don't I can't really, I do I have a hater? I'm sure I have a hater, but I can't really like go back and be like, oh, nah, bitch, you a motherfucking hater. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, which is sad, you know, because we spend so much of our lives like in grade school and elementary school and middle school and fucking high school to say that there's not one person that you would want to go back and just like shoot the shit with. Right. Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah. Um. Outside of the high school graduation thing, um, it was usually every time I would go home, there would be some sort of issue. So, like, I went home. uh, Dang, what did I go home for? Somebody's mom had passed away. My friend, Farron, her mom had died a few years ago. And I went home to go to the funeral and also to, like, see my family because I think my granddad was sick at that time. And we went out and we saw some people that we knew and like none of them spoke. <laughs> so just you, you know. or like the group. To me and my other best friend. Mm-hmm. Like they just didn't speak to us. And it was just like, girl. Uh, yeah, it's not that deep. It's like, never that okay. deep. Okay. And that has happened multiple times where I'll go home and I'll see people and they'll literally be like, and just like keep it moving. Like look me dead in my face. And I look the exact same. That's hateration holleration. I look in the this exact dancer- same. In the dance And it's like, bro, I know you know it's me. So like if you don't speak, if you make eye contact with me and I can tell that you're going to purse your lips <laughs> and not speak, I'm also not going to speak because I'm not, I'm petty, but I'm not that petty. I'm going to let you have your little moment. Yeah. Like, I'm going to let you live. You can give him But that. for the most part, like, it's it's never overt for me. It's never people making statuses. It's always just like, a, am just not going to speak to her. Like, mm. it's cool. And then for me, it's also family. Like, wow. I mean, I've talked about, we kind of get into this, but I, I've talked about how my grandmother is a tyrant. And I will say that to anybody who's listening. I don't know if she's still like that. God, you know, bless her. I hope she's not. Bless the people that she's around because they're going to need it. But um, when I was around and like when when I I mean, Ben can even tell y'all like there was one point where I was there for Christmas or some some holiday and she said something to the effect. I don't remember exactly what she said, but she said something to the effect like you you think you somebody because you don't went to school like you ain't nobody. And I'm like, no, no, you, you think, think I'm, I'm somebody. somebody. You think I'm acting differently. I am I am a different person because I've gone through a lot of different things than than when I lived here. So yeah, I am different. And yeah, I do probably do think I I'm somebody. But you well, are I you, wouldn't I? Yeah, you I but, been through but a that's lot. why you wanted me to go to school because you wanted me to feel like I was somebody. So why are you now using that to tear me down? 
Like, she even told my cousin and my brother that, you know, once Cara graduated from law school, she's going to act like she don't know y'all. I'm like, what? Wow. Like, I'm acting like I don't know you because you're a freaking idiot. Because <laughs> you're but saying that. Why would, I, why would I act like I don't know my family just off the strength of me having a degree? Like, that literally, and it's because of her own insecurities because she didn't follow her dreams. And if she would have followed her dreams, she would have forgot about her family. So she's she's like, you know, pushing her own insecurities and what she would have done on me. Right, right. And I'm not like that. That's just not my personality at all. Like, I'm going to be down with those people that were down with me from day one, period. Like, me and my cousin are super close. Like, I would never do that. And he was like, he told her it was some bull crap. He was like, don't do not do that bull crap. She was the first one in line at my graduation acting like it was just, oh, my God, I'm so, so proud, proud of you. you. And I'm like, but meanwhile, you was telling folks that I was going to act different. Right. <laughs> like, get out of here, bro. Get out of here. That family stuff is hard. Seriously. Seriously. Why do you, but why do you think they be hating like that? I mean. I, I don't have family members that hate. I, I really don't. And, and if I do, I would, you know, it's very, it would be shocking for me. No, you don't. I've I don't met your family, fam- and they're yeah, very I don't loving. I have any family members that hate on me. Unless, Unless they're like third, fourth, fifth, yeah. which don't really down on the line. It matters, but it don't really matter. Yeah. It matters, but y'all don't matter. The reason why people hate on me um, from my <laughs> neighborhood, I this can tell you exactly why. Because it's like, who am I to be hating on? You know? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> But let me just explain this. Like I have said before um, on the podcast, me and my group of friends, we were like literally the show Mean Girls. Like we were those girls. Um, the, in what, the, the what girls? Mean, mean girls. girls. Mean girls. Like we were that clique. We all looked good. We had guys always want to talk to us. We fought. Like we just, we were those girls. Um. A few of us went off to college and did our thing. Some of them didn't go to college, whatever. But um, for me, I feel like people hate on me out of the group the most because I don't acknowledge this thug life. The bush. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Well, I don't acknowledge (laughs) the bullshit, but I do not acknowledge this full thug life. That people in the city of Irving, Texas, yeah. try to portray. Baby, that's the suburbs. It's the burbs. Like, <laughs> and people be like, no, Irving is not the burbs. No, now it's like little Mexico. You damn near need a passport to go. However, <laughs> in the early 90s, people were moving away from South Dallas and away from East Dallas to come to Irving. Because it was a suburban area. Mm-hmm. So when we were growing up, we lived in nice areas. People had two parents in their home. <laughs> they had houses. They had a garage. They had a garage. <laughs> they had a, a backyard where we could play kickball. I mean, I lived in apartments. My mom was single, but mm-hmm. we lived in nice apartments. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, th- correct. It had a pool. <laughs> Um, there was Burger King and Whataburger and all types of stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, like we had a nice mall. I don't acknowledge the thug life that these people <laughs> inherited. Well, we can't say they inherited. They didn't that they took on. <laughs> they like took they, on, they yeah. just they took it on. We have a lot of people that I went to high school with 
that went to college and like got degrees and then came back and did some really crazy stuff. <laughs> so it's like you know what I'm saying? And like I just don't acknowledge that that's where I come from. You know what I'm saying? Like I acknowledge the fact that we were and I said this before in a high a blue ribbon high school where we had the opportunity to go to Ivy League colleges and we had the opportunity to go on and do great things. And so because I did that, I'm going to acknowledge that I came from that. You know what I'm saying? If I came from South Dallas or I came from, you know, like a, a Third War Houston or whatever where it was right. tough, I think you should also recognize the fact that you got out of a tough place. Mm -hmm. But don't try to make it seem like your place that you was in is so tough to get out of. You know what I'm saying? And it yeah. really wasn't. And so they just really don't like the fact that I express that. And I'm sorry, but I will forever express <laughs> the fact that we're from Irving. Right. Irving. Okay? <laughs> that's where we're from. No, like, that's where we're from. No, that's where we're from. And it's really a verb. And it's really a verb. We went to school with Dr. Phil's son. How many times I got to tell you people that? If if Y'all think Dr. Phil's son going to go to put school with people in the hood? No. Oh. Not Come on! If it, he could have put his son in a private school, but he didn't need to because our high school was that yeah. elite. Miss me with it, and that's why they don't like me. Sorry, <laughs> miss me with it because I thought you could have been better than what you were. Because I feel yeah. like we all had the we opportunity. All had the opportunity. Everybody yeah. had the equal opportunity. No, yeah. everyone. And some of the, the guys. Had full ride opportunity is what I'm saying. Y'all played football. Y'all played basketball. Y'all had the opportunity to do more than I did because I didn't get full rides to go to college. Oh. So anyways, I've been very vocal about that. Obviously. <laughs> no, I and mean. And people don't like it. No, so. and I think, hey. I mean, I, overall, it is what it is. Like, I mean, you. it's almost as if someone telling you to be, like, modest or humble about your achievements like why should i do that right. why should i be humble about i mean how, why should i like just downplay what i went through and what i worked to get because for you to like i mean i i'm, I'm pretty right. sure you were at y'all were all at one mental state at some point right yeah so for you to like overcome that that's an achievement and and why for me it's like why do i want to take on the Struggles. Oh, I was about to say that like, shoulda, coulda, woulda. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> like the they said it, singing they sugar, shoulda, coulda, coulda woulda, and that's what they do. But anyways, why do I need to take on like the struggles of people that come from really tough areas? You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, it, there are people out here that really do come from tough places. True. So why do we need to act like that's where we come from too? Just so we can sound like we tough? Yeah. Oh, we yeah. Irving people ain't nothing to play with. It ain't nothing to play with an Irving nigga. <laughs> what? Are you serious? What are you talking about? You're off of well, never mind. Exactly. 635 and MacArthur. Right Bye. Right. Anything. I'm 635. <laughs> right. Bye. They have like half a million dollar homes sitting like in Irving. Million dollar homes sitting in Irving. Right Irving is low-key bucket from Atlanta. Like low-key. It's low-key. At the lowest of keys. Yes. <laughs> oh, gosh. No, so it's anyways, not the lowest of I think keys. Maybe Irving is like a Dunwoody. 
Irving is like Dumbwitty, which it's is like why Dunwoody. when I was living in Atlanta, I was living in Dumbwitty <laughs> right. because it it's felt comfortable. I don't know nothing about Dumbwitty. It has per, it's where perimeter is that perimeter? Yeah, perimeter. Yeah, mall. Oh, perimeter, mall. perimeter is it? Yeah, it's like you it know, is I felt very comfortable in yeah, Dumbwitty because that's where I'm from in yeah. Texas. Yeah, Irving. Ex- I mean, but it's okay, guys. I mean, I think. We all have to just, you know, be our best selves. <laughs> I'm trying to lighten up the mood, but I can't because it's foolish and stupid. I, I, I certainly agree with you. Like when I go back home, I feel like everyone was dealt like a different hand. I get that, right? Yeah. I feel that some people, some people's families influence them to like go the wrong way. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. th- these can be these like. This type of person could be like these people who are like fighting against that. No, like accepting the fact that, hey, I did once live in a suburbia area and I ruined it. I feel mm-hmm. like it's it's comforting for them to yeah. just sit in that moment like I had a hard life. No, you did not have a hard life. You had actually had an opportunity great to make opportunity. a great opportunity to like do something with yourself. But you chose, mm. right? You chose to go the wrong way. And until you are able to identify with that, you will never be able to like move forward because I've never thought about it like that, Justin. Is there is the, it was their choice to like stick to that. Yeah. That's a good point. Come on, like whatever. I know. I think I I think the biggest part about it is, I think I've said this before, is based on their own insecurities. And it's based on the fact that they didn't get to do what they wanted to do in their career or their life in general, and they want what you have. And I hate to say it like that because I, like I was saying earlier. And I ain't got nothing. Like, it ain't like I'm out here, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're not out here freaking, I'm not out here making oodles and oodles of money. But it's more so. still all O'Navian. Right. Hella. So until then, you haven't made it. I hella know it. I hella know O'Navian. What? (laughs) But, like, my thing is, it's like, that's your fault. And it's also... You're not dead yet. So you have time to go and get the things that you want. I don't want to hear that, like, that bull crap about I can't get out. You got a car, don't you? (laughs) And if you don't have a car, there's a bus. Listen, the government government thought about your ass before you was born. Correct. The job that you have. You know what? Some people need transportation. Correct. And they did that. The job that you have in whatever podunk. In Adel, Georgia, (laughs) that job can be transferred to a larger city so that your kids will have exposure to other things. There are... You better say that. Like, you're not dead. And until you're dead in your grave, you can... There's always room for growth. You still have opportunity. You have... You are limiting yourself. No one else is, and especially not me. I'm actually... I hope that I'm an inspiration to you. So that you can say, darn, she comes from Cecil, Georgia. She went to that same little stupid high school I went to, Cook County High, that was falling <laughs> apart. And she's and and it by had no mold means, and everything, huh? Yeah, it was disgusting. <laughs> by no means do I do I think I've made it because I haven't. No. I have a lot to to, but I mean, but if I can get out, I am from the same place that you're from. I dealt with the same ancient niggas that you married to right now. You can get out too. Like, don't yep. don't hate me because I made choices for me that were best for and me. And I'm proud of the choices right. that I made. Because exactly. I'm not hating on and you because is, you have 30 kids. Listen, I'm not. I need to be, we all need to be proud of. And, I, and this goes out for everyone. Like, even if you are a hometown hater, 
you should be proud of yourself, <laughs> not because of your hate, but because that you're the fact that you're still alive, you're surviving, whatever. We're surviving, whatever. Like, exactly. I'm, I mean, I don't think this this episode was to, like, I guess downplay hometown haters, but just to at least acknowledge, like, hey, we see y'all. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because for the most of, I mean, for me, I take the high road a lot, and Thanks. I don't, I don't, I don't acknowledge it. I don't yep. speak on it. I think it's very foolish of me to like stoop down to that level. So I think this episode for me was more therapeutic in a way because it was like, you know what? In the beginning, like I realized like, well, maybe I don't have haters, but like now I'm realizing like, yes, I do. I just like completely got them out of my world. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I probably already blocked y'all, deleted y'all from all of my social media. Like I I probably don't even know y'all exist right now, but I'm saying all this to say is that like, you know, some of the things that they go through mentally i feel like i'll go through it also you know what i'm saying Absolutely. like in terms of like seeing someone at a position or at a place that is at a level where you would like to be it's hard for me to humble myself and message them and dm them and be like hey i need your help like i, I kind of you know aspire to do what you're doing like it's it's a humbling moment but at some point you have to identify that your position like within that relationship yeah. and unfortunately if you still hating at this point, at the age of 30-something, that's your decision to hate. Yeah. Like, you're not even trying to, like, do better. Yeah. Which is trash. Absolutely. Absolute trash. I guess since we talk about hometown haters, we have to eventually talk about college haters also. Ooh, I was thinking about some. Oh, my gosh. Maybe. Because <laughs> they are currently friends with me right now as we speak. Oh, on, I, on yeah. All my, social media. Oh, gosh. I don't... Mm. But I college mean, haters are serious. That's a whole nother ball game. But seriously, anyway. Yeah. I mean, I have like one more other question, but I feel like we've already like touched on all of them. So what was it? It's basically like, do you, well, I guess we haven't touched on it. Do you have somebody that used to hate on you that's not your friend? That is now my friend? I do, but we've already, I think me and her. I've already talked. I've talked about her before. Yeah, oh, okay. Um, I don't necessarily think that anybody, a lot of them are not vocal about hating on me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can just feel it when I go places. And like I said earlier, they've said some things to other people, but not me. So when I see them, they speak. But, I mean, you know. Okay. I, I just, I kind of like, one thing about it is that I have to rise above it only not only because of my maturity level, but because of my career. And I work in the city that I grew up in. Like I see kids in that city. Yeah. And some of these kids might be their children. So, yeah. you know. You don't have to chill on it. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm I'm here for the people. Yeah. I'm here for the people. <laughs> It just, ah, it's ah, so I mean, there we can I can be friends with all of anybody at this point. Um, I, and I use the word friends loosely. Loosely, I right. can be cordial. Yeah, with cool. Yeah. Unfortunately, I haven't really. I don't know. Maybe I have. I really do feel that at some point, all of my friends talk about me at some point because I just have the most annoying personality. Period. Um, but 
I don't know. Like, I can't really say I have a friend who once hated on me and we're now friends. I don't know. No, I've always kept my distance from the ones who have hated me in the past. Yeah. Um. I mean, being friends is out, really. But we can be cordial. <laughs> right. Be it really cool. is. It's like, you know, hey, you see me. Right. I see you. We see each other. <laughs> right. I'm allowing you to at least <laughs> be friends with me on social media. But you know what I really say to my own times? What? Say, little b- you, you can't, can't fuck with me if you wanted to. These expensive, these is red bottom, these is bloody shoes. I don't know the rest of the words, but <laughs> nah, when that, that beat drops. Than enough. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, y'all. Hey, if y'all got some hometown haters or just haters in general, bro, hit us up. Let us know why they lame. And then post a picture of them on your oh, social media. And, and don't in. tag us, please. <laughs> that don't. sounds like, oh, girl, y'all remember that email we got where the girl was like, I mean, y'all can post the picture of it yeah. if y'all want to. And I was like, no. No, <laughs> no boundaries. No. <laughs> anyway. So I'm glad we talked about this topic because this millennial love moment can go like one way or the other, depending on what the friend does. But it's mm. a good topic, right? Um, so this uh, email is from Josh, and it says, Hi, hi, Millie Love crew. First, I like to say y'all are dope as fuck, and I'd love to see y'all on the big screens. Josh, no. like where? Please I, write us back and I gotta like, get my tell hair us. Done, shoddy. I don't know if it's like, <laughs> with, could it be on like maybe um, Uncommon Sense maybe? Or like MT, well, BET? Maybe we can help revamp BET. Oh, <laughs> no, but he also proceeds to say, um, I'm a 25 year old male um, in grad school at Howard University. And my grad school best friend is considering proposing to her boyfriend. Excuse me? Yeah. I've only known her since we've uh, started school, but we've become extremely close. I don't think she should do it. Please give me some advice as to what I should do. I love you all. And please keep the episodes coming. First of all, grad school bestie is real. It is. Because it is because this is the person it who literally they be grinding with you exactly. <laughs> That's real. So I feel that. Um, <laughs> but as far as her proposing, Come on, Josh, I like that. <laughs> I don't know. That's don't do it. Reconsider. Read some literature. You know what? On though? the subject. <sighs> I didn't mean to cut you up. I'm sorry. Oh no, I was, that's all I was saying. I don't know about that. Some some will make the, some will propose and still be out there acting a fool. But I think the majority of them, when they get to the point where they're ready to propose, and it's a genuine proposal, not like a I'm just shutting her up ring, and it's a genuine proposal, I think that that means that they're ready to be with you. And if a woman supersedes that, go ahead and propose to him, he's going to feel obligated to accept it, and he's not going to be ready for what marriage entails. Women, we can adapt because we're emotional beings. When we're in love with you, we're going to ride. But men, y'all aren't like that. And I think that is why women need to sit down <laughs> and wait for little Johnny to propose. I completely agree. Like, I have nothing else to say. I yeah, completely agree. I mean, unfortunately, you know, I'm sometimes, like, <laughs> bored of the fence of, like, do you do what you got to do? Do you, boo-boo. That's um, not to me. I, part of me want to say, like, okay, look stupid. Get on one knee. If you got to look stupid, do that in order for you to move on. In order for you to be able to, like, set yourself free, go ahead on and look stupid. Do that. 
But the other side of me is like, okay, if you love this person and you're willing to wait, like most women nowadays do, they just sat down and what they do, they wait on a nigga and they marry him even though they know he's not ready. You can do. do that. Or you can propose yourself. So I don't know. I would if if I would not be a good grad school buddy. Well, I mean, in the like, okay, so if that's your grad school best friend, I would watch out how I deliver this message. Um, because it all depends on like if she's supplying like really good knowledge, if she's giving you the answers to the test. This may be a person that you need to keep on your side. So you may need to support her. (laughs) You may need to support her. But, I mean, I think that she have enough people around her that is going to guide her and tell her what she should do. I would drop little nuggets like, you know, hey, you're a woman. Um, You know, it would be a beautiful moment for your, you know, for your fiance or for your boyfriend to propose to you. Let's just consider that. Like, just... Just bring up conversations that would get her to just, I guess, I guess, see an, a different view or a different angle. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just feel like when a woman's mind is made up to propose, I feel like her mind is made up. I, I mean, okay, I said I didn't have anything else to say, but and I really don't have a comment because I agree with mm-hmm. what you said, Carl, one hundred percent. My question though is, what brings you to that point, like? Have y'all talked about it? And you've both said, yeah, we do want to get married. And he just hasn't done it in the time that you would have liked him to do it. Um, Has he said he's not ready? And you're just like, okay, well, I'm just going to ask. Like, how do you get to that point where you say, I am going to get down on one knee and ask him for his hand in marriage? Like, how do you get to that point? Uh, I have an idea, but I think it's going to upset people. So that means you're not going to say it or. (laughs) I just. I feel that people become extremely weak when it comes to this whole love and emotions and feelings. Emotions. Sometimes you you just can't like you can't. This is why you need friends, first of all. And this is why you have to sometimes like let your friends know. What's going on? Because your friends is not always hating on your relationship. I think you know I what I'm saying. Like that. I think your friends yeah. can see things from that like, side in. It's yeah. just like I don't feel like a woman should ever, never have to propose. And if she has to be at this point, then there's a man that is way better than the man you're proposing to out there. Now that's just me. I'm not married. I have I haven't had a woman propose to me. I haven't proposed. So I'm pretty sure there's a little thin gray area that I just don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But if I'm smart and intelligent, like I think I am, then I just wouldn't do it. Like, just chill on it. I feel that oh, it would be more of a beautiful moment if he get down on one knee and propose to you and give you that moment. I feel like that's a low point to be in. It is an extremely low point. I don't want to say it. Because... because when you get close to marriage in a relationship, y'all talk about it. This isn't right. Like this isn't just a he pops up with a ring and you just have no idea it's coming. Like y'all have discussions. You talk about like, I mean, you may not get into detail about what your timeline is, but you do talk about wanting to be married. You do talk about that to stuff each other. So, to each other. Right? right. So if he's not talking about it, then he don't want to marry you right now. He's not ready for that. 
And honestly, that goes back Chrissy, to my point. What about what? About him not when men oh, are so supposed to bring up Issa Rae. Issa Lawrence. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not about that. to get in it too. Because I will definitely extend this time another 30 minutes. I am minutes. not getting in it, into <laughs> it with you with that. But I'm saying that goes back to my point that men are ready when they propose. Women are always ready. I don't, I don't think women are always when ready. When you're in a serious relationship with somebody, like when you're in a serious relationship with somebody longer you're than ready. a year, you mean to tell me like, I'm not talking about when you're 22, but I'm talking about you're 29, 30, and you're in a serious relationship with somebody, and you like, y'all are good. You don't mean to tell me you're not ready for marriage. Maybe you, not, not saying that you're like proposed to me today, but you could marry them. You be thinking about that ring. Come on, bro. We all Come do. Come on, nigga. I'm, Come on, nigga. We when all do. When you, use, when you use always and never. Yeah, it's an extreme. Okay. It's an extreme. And I just don't feel like women are always ready. Like, yeah, but, do it right now. Because some women are like, hey, like, no, I'm, I'm still in grad school. So let me finish this. Or like, hey, I just bought this house. Let me enjoy being in the house. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just feel like they're. And I've talked to women, you know, some friends that have been married now for a little while and they were at a point in their relationship with the person that they're married with now and they weren't ready for marriage Mm -hmm. at a certain point in their relationship so i just don't think that women are always Always ready ready. i think maybe emotionally i feel like emotionally women have the capability of always being ready maybe not timing may not be right but emotionally i think we're always ready men are not always ready emotionally or financially, for that matter, but definitely right. not. Which is a pressure within itself, and we can yeah, talk about we that. We can talk about that another time, but yeah, I think um, you need to chill If on that. I honestly, if if I can just give you some advice, I would probably be honest and let her know, like you in danger, girl. Like don't do it. <laughs> you love that you in <laughs> danger, danger, girl. girl. You're in danger. Like just chill on it. Like chill on it. Like we're in grad school. <laughs> Maybe it's the like the lesson plan that is making you. Like, go crazy right now. Delirious. But I don't think you should do that. Chill on it. Like, I think you should extremely... I think you should chill on it and just try to, like... Because break it off to her in a very good way. Like, hey, let's let's look at it this way. Like, you know, just... I don't know. Paint the fucking... Paint her fucking proposal if you have to. (laughs) Like, what if, you know, I talk to your husband and we just... I don't know. I hope... I don't know. I just don't think it's necessary. I don't think she should do it. I feel like she would never be fulfilled. Nope. And he will never, like you said, he'll never be there. But I think it's also okay for a man not to propose and y'all still get married. Huh? We ought to just have the conversation. Like, you want to get married? Yeah. All right, let's go do it. (laughs) (laughs) We got to talk about that another time because I am dead (laughs) on that. You want to get married? All right, cool. Let's go. No. I have a word for that word of the day for y'all. You're so shady with this word. <laughs> How am I shady with this word? What is the word? I can't see it. It Justin is clearly all into it already. I can't really see. But go ahead. Go ahead on. Valedictory. Oh, never mind. What's wrong with you? <laughs> How am I shady with valedictory? So valedictory is of or relating to an act of bidding farewell, expressing or containing a farewell. This is a long sentence, but during one of his two valedictory addresses, Frederick cla- challenged her classmates to make a difference after graduation. Um, Can you use it in a sentence, Justin? No, because I'm drunk. 
Michelle. <laughs> uh, no, I can't because I'm just going to repeat the same sentence <laughs> that you just said. Doing one of my two valedictory farewells. Oh my God. What I just say? Bye. Repeat the same. Bonquisha challenged me. Bye. <laughs> no, Bye. All right. Love y'all. Bye. Bye. <laughs>